Hello, welcome to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. Don't mind my voice today. Uh, that was a husky a bunch hello. Of I know. Very sexy. Husky. <laughs> Very sexy. I was singing. So I, I've been singing a lot lately. I had a double the other day, which I haven't had doubles in a couple weeks because it's a slow period now. But I had a double. And uh, last night I had a long gig, a four-hour gig. Oh, wow. And somebody requested Blue October. Do you guys know the band Blue October? No. no. They did that song, Hate Me. I would oh, sing it for you, but I can't because I sang song. it last night. Yeah, I, I can done imagine it in years. that requires yes. a lot of throat going so on. So much. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm feeling great. I did that song and I was like, not feeling as great now. Yeah. <laughs> not, not feeling and quite good night. as great. And good night. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for me. And I still had about 45 minutes to go. So I finished the night. Yeah. I really can hear it in your voice a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty bad today. Uh, it's, hopefully, it'll be better um, by tomorrow, but it won't. I have also have a gig today, too, so we'll you? see how that goes. Yeah. Only raspy voice songs. Yeah, maybe. Just switch right. your whole shit up. Just You're just a raspy voice kind of guy. Nothing but Pearl Jam. No. Just nothing but yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. The whole crew is here today. We have a really good episode It's going to be a today. great episode. I'm, I'm excited. pretty excited about this. So we decided... Um, yeah, preface. Yeah, we decided we're going to watch a movie. You may have heard of it. You may have watched it already. It's called The Game Changer. And uh, essentially... Overview is the movie is about diets. It's about Ooh, a about a diet. So hold on, it's about I'm getting there. All it's right. about diets. It's about a vegan diet versus having meat in your diet. Right. So it is the difference between eating plant based or eating uh, with meat. Omnivore essentially, where you could yeah, yeah, yeah. Meat and plants, having any kind of meat. That's yeah. what I don't no, know. I no thought, animal, yeah. no animal. So proteins. Mike is going to so. debunk this for us today. So if you haven't seen it, it's okay to pause the episode and go pause. watch it, yeah, and then come back because it might be more enjoyable after you've seen yes, it. Yes, right. absolutely. This episode will not disappear so. once it's been posted. <laughs> <laughs> this message. Will so before we start, before I let um, before I hand you the floor, Mike, I just want Christy and I to give our kind of overview. Yes, that, like don't dive into anything. Just kind of an overview of how you felt. So. So, yeah, I'd actually seen this before, but okay. I have, like, the memory of a goldfish, so I'm glad that I rewatched it. Um, it it's not... I'm going to say that it's not well done. It, yes, that it, was my take, it too. It is well done, and mm-hmm. I can see how it would be very convincing for people who don't have any kind of other knowledge about it. Right, hell, um, even if you have some knowledge. I mean, yeah, it's, it's very yeah. convincing. Um, and... I don't know if everything that they're spitting is like completely false or not. I wasn't the one doing the research, but I definitely have my um, my questions. Yeah, same. You know, there are some things I didn't really like that they would just like kind of go through things so quickly. Where I was like, okay, well, I'm just supposed to take your word for it. We'll definitely get into the reasoning behind that as well. But but I like that you guys were were kind of watching it and questioning. Yeah, so I I was like, okay, we're gonna debunk this. So like. What, what? <laughs> so obviously something <laughs> no. in here is debunkable. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of my take. So I already knew uh, kind of your view on it. Obviously, I also come from your tree, Mike, of uh, knowledge through this. Mm-hmm. And so I went in skeptical just because of that. Yeah. And it it's super well done. It is really well done. 
watching it still, I'm very interested to hear what your debunks are of it. Yeah. Because I'm like, this sound like I have some. There's certain things on there that I don't think you would be able. You'll be able to debunk me from. Yeah. Honestly, um, because after I thought about it and with what they said, I was like, that 100% makes sense. Yeah. Certain things. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll get there when we get there. But there are other things that I was like, well. I mean, like I did. I, I had found a lot myself of those doing like, that. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. some things I was like, that does kind of make sense. Like, 100%, I feel like hundred percent. And honestly, them having Arnold in it was like, man, yo. But to, to me, that's that's the, he's an executive producer of it. Him and Jackie Chan. Yeah, Jackie like Chan's in, but Jackie Chan's been a vegan for for a long time. But I didn't even know that having yeah. Arnold in it, flopping over to just praise veganism this yeah. late in life when he built an empire off of yeah, animal proteins. Yeah, but I, I mean. Uh, no, penultimate physique. The man's lived into his, his 70s, has been active, and just now he's going to praise all of these things that health, supposed health benefits from, from veganism? Just now? Well, it's, I, that's, I mean, makes but me it also, skeptical. It also, right? No, see, that doesn't make me skeptical, actually, at all. To, uh, because to go from you're one allowed, extreme all the way to the other. But you're allowed to change your mind. In change life. your mind, yes. Yeah, and you're it, allowed to change your life. It's almost interesting that he's changed his mind in his life this late in the stage because you're like, man, maybe this guy really did figure some shit out. Yes, he's that's been exactly doing, what I you know, an omnivore diet yeah. for years, and all of a sudden he's switched over. That makes you think that there has to be some truth to that. Otherwise, why would he have switched over? Yeah, right, which was, was the beauty of having him involved. Exactly, but, that's what I'm saying. Me, having him in there. It raises red flags. See, that didn't do that. That part of it, I agree. That that was really impactful there were some other things that were pretty impactful that really didn't have to do anything. there are also a lot of things where i was like this is horse shit so yeah which i which I, I can't wait when we go through kind of point by point i'm, yeah. I'm now that i'm formulating how i kind of want to do this and you guys can tell me how you resonate with that yeah, 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 yeah. i'll bring up my points as we go and then i want to hear your take yeah, from that so, particular so, section so yeah just the overview my my overall synopsis of the thing is it was fantastically done it was well directed yeah. it was put together fantastic i feel and like james the cameron they did it so obviously awesome. it's gonna oh, be well did. directed yeah yo oh. there there were so big ass names in there that, yeah. that, so many big names even i know you guys don't resonate with the football players but i remember that era of football yeah. too i remember all those players the miami and dolphins they had in there he doesn't oh, mean those yeah. er, that era, but yeah. Yeah, the dolphins. <laughs> there was three dolphins. Yeah. That, that yeah, I, I remember those players yeah. playing. Um, because it, it, it's a little older now. What, it when is did kind it come of out? old. I don't think it was that older, old. Was it just a handful of years? Yeah, a handful of years. But ago. none of those guys that they talked about the football players. I don't uh, think any of them still play. Right. Uh, football is so, a short-lived life. It is, but that's <laughs> but that's also like it's, Tom Brady. it's been. It that's wasn't true. super recently. Yeah. Well, he was even when they started flashing all the pictures of the athletes. Yeah. The top tier athletes. Yeah, anyway, well, that, that's a whole other topic of stuff that I was like, all right, there's what's going on here. Uh-huh. So I'm going to hand the floor to you, and then I have so many questions, Michael. All right. <laughs> I also have questions. Okay. All right, and you yes. know, for the record, James Cameron owns a pea protein supplement company, so... Yeah, but just because Write you that down. own something, like, yes, I know that a lot of people use that, especially I, on social well, media, being like, oh, obviously, well, no, 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 there's a on. reason he bought it, because yeah. maybe he believes in it. Correct. Yeah. No, no, hold on. I'm not discounting something. This is, and we'll touch on this here in a little bit, too, when it comes to studies and being like, well, this, this study was funded by the same industry, so it's no good. Well, well hold on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where, who it was funded by. It still has to go through peer-reviewed you know, uh, peer review, and then it goes through the process before it can then be cited and put up as, as a legitimate science paper. However, there has been numerous occasions throughout time that those all those steps and all that have been tweaked just a little bit because of where the money's coming from. Sure. 
But so that's you, why it's like, e, is this one that, of those? While those kinds of studies are sprinkled in, and this is why I depend more on meta-analyses and random controlled trials, where you have a mix-up of hundreds, if not thousands, of studies that can now correlate that, that data. So this is why you can't just offhand disregard a source because of who funded it. Yes, it, I agree with that. And, and that's, that's what ends up happening a, a lot. So... You know, that's I'm not just saying, well, James Cameron owns a pea protein company, so this is all garbage now, and no, he's just in it yeah. for the money. The reason I can say that is because what I know of this entire process and the statements that are made and particular quote-unquote studies that, that may or may not even been directly in line with the point at that point, and they're still pushing this agenda. That's the only reason I'm, like, pointing that out and have, like, a negative tone towards it. Every of the these so-called field professionals and, and people in the industry that this is leaning on has skin in the game when it comes to either selling a book or, or selling vegan lifestyle or having selling supplements. Every one of them. Nobody else outside of that who can, who's going to push in the opposite direction. And this is the difference between a documentary and a film. A documentary is going to present opinions from both yeah, sides. Yeah, sure didn't do that. And then it's going to present the research, and it allows you to form your own yeah, opinion. Yeah, they didn't have anybody who felt the opposite no, way. No, this is not a documentary. Thing. This is a film on veganism. So I, I, I hear that. But, my, I mean, my statement based off of this film and stuff, too, is that is, I mean, that is essentially what marketing and everybody does. Like that's Co correct. Like I, that was one of the points. I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit here. That was one of the points I really agreed with the film. Is like, wow, there really is a marketing push towards meat eating. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I've separated that from the nutrients part of it, more of the business side of it. Okay. And that again, this is what I was gonna say. This is the one piece I don't think you're gonna turn me on. Is when they broke down all of the uh, what it takes to create meat, like how the, all the farms, just the industry, all that, the processes. industry, yeah, yeah, all of that stuff, and how much land is used for it, mm -hmm. and all that stuff. I was like, I might be out on a lot of that stuff, and it totally makes sense. We'll see. Oh, okay, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But I'm saying that was one of the things for me that I was like. Oh, that makes sense. And this you can't debunk is the fact that they obviously eat more proteins than what, like, I would be able to stay full on what a cow eats easier than what it. I know, but I think that's one of the things that I thought was more. annoying. It was like they kept calling cows and poultry and whatever the middlemen of protein. Yeah. And then they would show you what they're eating. They're eating corn, wheat. Right? They're, they're, none of those things have protein. Grass? You know, it was like... No, grass, if I, grass has some protein, well, too. Well, we're yeah. not so eating grass. We, we no, can't no, no, eat grass. I know, I know. And like, I can't eat corn and get protein. You know what I mean? Like it's, We can't, and you're, you're absolutely right. So it's like the way that they do that makes it seem like I could just skip the cow and eat the corn. No, it's like and, it doesn't work we'll, that way. And we'll go into that, too. You're 100% you're <laughs> yeah. right. Cows, cows have... Well, one, they have more than one stomach. Is it two, three, or four? I, I can't I remember. Like they're, they're ruminants. They, they have, have a lot of stomachs, and they have special bacteria in there that help them pull amino acids out of the plants that they take. We cannot do that from those plants. Yeah. We, we just can't. So it's, it's a silly, and again, we'll, that's one of the, the last points that we end up getting into, but yeah, it, it's a I'm, silly yeah, statement you, to make that, that cows have lean body mass and plenty of muscle, and they're living off of plants. We're not cows, you idiot. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's just, wait, it's, wait, what? <laughs> wait, we're not? Um, all right, Michael, start us off. Uh, let's, yeah. let's dig let's on in. Let's dive in. All right, so one of the... One of the first ones that they kicked out was that gladiators were vegan. Yeah. So, so give me your thoughts on that. 
I don't know if they can prove that off of what they were showing That's us. what I said. I was like... I'm like, I mean, like, maybe they ate a lot of vegan-y items because maybe meat was hard to come by, but I think if anybody was getting the meat, it was probably the gladiators. And that's what I was thinking about when they were talking about, all oh, this, how our ancestors, blah, blah, blah. All, I was like, yeah, because meat was just harder to come by. Yeah. If they had the choice, if meat was at a grocery store and they could just pick it up, I, what were they going to choose? Right. Would they have chose meat or would they have chose vegetables? They had no choice but to choose vegetables. And, and they proved that was part of it off that of their bothered me. bones. Off of their bones, because you can extract... Um, can you find protein like that in You can bones? extract nitrogen content of the bones at that point. So pulling out nitrogen content means that they had uh, protein in their diets. And so, okay, that's cool, because they were talking about these gladiators. Yeah. What about everybody else from that civilization? Do their bones all tell the same tale? Because if they do, then that's just what everybody ate. ate. Well, yeah. gosh, why do you think they didn't pull from the entire population? Yeah, they could prob- probably find those population bones easier than gladiator bones. Yeah, yeah that's what I was like. Because <laughs> the other, I mean, the other sentiment of it is also like. I, I get that if they're gladiators, they want to give them the best nutrients and stuff like that. But gladiators weren't celeb. They weren't the same like we are. They mm. were like gladiators slaves. were slaves. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's go, what I mean. Go, yep. So like they weren't going to feed them the yeah, best. Yeah, they're like foods. we want you to fight to the death. To, yeah, we like here's some food to keep you alive while you do that. Yeah, essentially <laughs> you're expendable. Yeah. Here you go. So like right now they did the the owners of gladiators did make money off of them winning and yeah. such, but still, all right. So. Gladiators. They, yeah. You're right that they did uh, exhume bones um, and then basically looked at what they ate. And, and they claimed that gladiators ate a primarily plant-based diet. But that could be said based off of, again, poverty. Yeah. You're going to be eating rice, barley, simple Potatoes, simple things that you yeah. can come from in, in bulk because they were slaves. And it was expensive to procure meat and feed them meat. So yeah. saying that gladiators were... Vegan. I mean, imagine spending a bunch of money on some meat on some dude the night before he goes and gets killed, and you're like, well, that was a waste of meat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, so it's just a weird thing to, to make the claim that gladiators are vegan, and I think it works because, you know, we have movies about gladiators. We've glorified gladiators. Yeah. And yeah, the, these penultimate, you know, athletes are, are performing in, you know, combat, and they're vegan, so that must be the way to go. Gladiators were actually kind of fat. Yeah. Okay, they ate a lot of simple carbs because that was easily readily available, and having a layer of, of subcutaneous tissue would protect valuable blood vessels and, and insides from cuts and, and things yeah. like that. So they were actually a little so bit more on the pets pals, side. You know? yeah. yeah. And now when they did pull up bones of gladiators from, from different burial sites, which again, this isn't in the, the mockumentary, they found higher levels of sulfur, Mm-hmm. Which sh- leans more towards uh, a seafood diet, so you know, being closer to to the sea. So they ate what was readily available diet. to them. Weird how that Shocking. works in in cultures that were like there was there's poverty, there's famine, yeah. there's a scarcity of, of food. Yeah, that's what they fucking ate. It doesn't prove you should be a vegan now because it's the best way to live. Yeah. Our ancestors are not all the best target to to go off of. That's what Aaron were watching it. I was like, I mean, do I want to do what our ancestors did? They live to like forty. That's what I keep. That, that's my <laughs> argument with all that stuff. They're like, with every time I'm like, yeah, but oh, they're like, oh, we didn't need this. We didn't have to have to do this, or oh, we didn't go to the doctor, or like anytime like an old head says, says stuff like that, or yeah. we didn't have this. I'm like, yes, but you also all died when you were 45 years right, old. Yeah. So like, if, if that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. so I mean, the, the Gladiator one is, is kind of simple if you dig in just below the base layer at yeah. that point. I feel yeah. like we're going to have a lot of those a moments, of Chrissy, yeah. because there's so much information Well, on I was going to jump ahead, but then I was like, well, let me let Michael keep going, because yeah. like, it's hard for me to remember what order things happened in that movie. That's, that's why I have the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was so like, I don't know fine. where that came in. Yeah, right. there was so much. It, yeah, but the Gladiator thing was wild, and it's I just, agree. It's, it, yeah, it's and it was weird. It threw me off to start the movie, because I was already, like, when they did the bone thing, I was like, all right. Yeah. Chill out. Like that. Yeah, I'm part. like, how many gladiator bones do we look at? Which gladiators from yeah, that where? Made me skeptical. I mean, More if skeptical. you pull up any gladiator bones, you would assume that any gladiators within a certain location are probably being fed relatively the same things. Yeah. If you look at at what we feed cattle at this point, yeah. or you know, it's, it's consistency. There's sort of a, a paradigm already set up. They're likely getting similar things, and and they were, unless again they were closer to. Like right. the sea, where you're getting yeah. a little bit more seafood protein, as far as that goes, because it's readily accessible. Correct, yeah. correct, yeah. readily accessible. Whatever's inexpensive, because gladiators were slaves, so it was expensive to upkeep. All right. So next point that uh, we have is protein as fuel. Uh, the, film, the film does a wonderful favor to us all by stating that protein is not utilized by fuel, and. Thank you for telling us something that we have known for the better part of a century. Yeah, they did like, talk about how carbs were good. <laughs> yeah, but the, but <laughs> I they, that was nice. Making the dead set statement that protein is not used as fuel, we, we've known that yeah. for a long damn time. It's so not, why are we even talking about protein. that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the, the RDA for, for protein has been set uh, way too low. So your, your 0.8 grams per kilogram is fairly damn low and it's been low for a long time that's leaning more towards you know just survival maybe overall health ish it's not leaning anywhere towards increasing health maintaining lean body mass um, being at all athletic you know improving health markers it's just too low for that and so i had some numbers so we're at so the average vegan is getting roughly 83 grams of protein a day the average omnivore is where does that number come from because that that yeah. feels like you're just randomly picking a number out of thin air. Well, you, you can say that. That's easy to say, and that's great. But it's hard for me to, to cite a PubMed study right here over the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So but, that's what but I'm saying, is that what it, ca it came out of? A PubMed PUB study. study. All right. That's, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's all come from studies. So here's, here's the overall thing, too. This is, all of this information is from Lane Norton's response, where he wrote a 10,000-page paper oh debunking Game Changers. Now, Lane Norton is one of those people that, that I, he's established a lot of trust in me he's in the industry, awesome. and he's somebody that I know is going to be very transparent. And if you go look up Lane Norton Game Changers, pop those into Google, you'll find the entire 10,000-word thing. I've filtered it down to four pages where we get the meat and potatoes, and we can do this on a podcast. Yeah. If you go to his site... Hear that, you, meat and potatoes. <laughs> yeah. If you go to his site, if you're really, really interested in the study, the, the citations, the studies that they linked in Game Changers to the studies that he's used to refute them, super easy links. You can click them. You can go read. You can dig okay. deeper. Cool. So everything that I'm stating right now is is fully cited, fully transparent. It's just gonna be real hard for me to to. Yeah, no, that's cool. I just as you said that, I was like, where does that number right. randomly valid? Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, a valid yeah. question. Anybody listening should be asking the same, same thing. Question. Yeah, hundred so, yeah. percent. Yeah, all this is transparent. If I happen to get something wrong, please by all means call yeah. me out on it. But I was fairly careful with what I got from his site. Okay, so vegans get 84 grams of protein a day? 83 is, is on average okay. based off of a study where they pulled together a certain amount of, of vegans, just as how the studies work. Now, okay. how many people they use for that one, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then omnivores, you know, eaters of meat and plants, get on average about 113 grams of protein See, a day, that's which is still they, low. In the, in the movie, they really didn't make it seem that way. Do you guys remember them, like, kind of showing... 
the amount of protein and they're like filling up the bodies. Do you remember that? Yeah, but you got to bear in mind, everything they're showing in this movie was to, to twist the narrative. No, absolutely. I'm just kind of wondering. Yeah. The, the thing about it is the way they would do it, guys, is they like flash a study on the screen. They flash it so fast you can't even read the name <laughs> of the study. You cannot read the name of the study. It's on there so fast. They'll flash like five of them back to back to back. And in the bottom corner, like basically translucent white, they list in really tiny font right. some studies. That's very much a, look, study, study, study. We know what we're talking about. We've researched it. Moving on. Yeah, and so, like, that's what they're trying to convince yeah. you, that they've researched it. And it's all. And I was like, but that was so fast, man. Like, I, what yeah. did that even say remotely? Like, it was just so quick. Right. Yeah, so anyway, that was annoying. Yeah, so, I mean, those, those are just the, the average, average population, average vegan, average omnivore numbers. Now, we've had tons of studies on, on adequate protein and, and recommended ranges and these days, we're, we're settling on about 1.6 grams per kilogram of body weight plus. So that 1.6 is kind of your minimum to, to maintain uh, athleticism and, and a good amount of, of lean body mass. So my, my statement with that is like, okay, I get what you're saying. Is the average vegetarian or vegan or whatever gets 83 yeah. versus the one, what was it, 15, 115, whatever? Doesn't matter. Like that. Close yeah. enough, yeah. But that's just like the average. So... We're talking. Well, you absolutely I can think, get more protein as a vegan. For sure. Yeah, well, and I think that's <laughs> what we'll it, touch what, on that too. That absolutely. was kind of the idea. Is what what I found really interesting with all of it was it. This seemed to focus uh, the, the movie seemed to focus way more on like the elite athletes. Like it was a lot of elite athletes yep. doing all that thing. So they're going to focus more on making sure they get the right protein. They're going to eat the stuff that gets. So those numbers of like the overall average that like. I get, I get why that makes sense for the overall thing, but we talk about all the time how normal people re, who are omnivores don't get enough protein Correct. in their lives. Yeah, which, yeah. So which even the, the 113 difference? isn't, but we're saying right now, naturally, yeah. the omnivores are just getting roughly 40 grams more protein already. Yeah, but just, just based if off it's of still what not doing, enough, like, what does it matter? Then, the, then both kind of deal, you, you know what I mean? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what it matters. Because this entire uh, film was trying to prove how veganism is the penultimate diet for reducing disease and inflammation. But and if you eat it properly, I mean, there's incorrect ways of doing everything. I agree. We're, we're discussing... I, we, we are in line with how we feel about things outside of this video, but this video yeah. is trying to prove one single point, and I'm trying to bring to the point not that eating meat is better than veganism, but that veganism is not better than eating than adding meat into your, your diet. That's what I'm trying to prove. So I'm not saying okay. anti-veganism, anti-vegetarianism. I um, agree with Mike. Yeah, I think that you can do all the things. You can be vegan and hit all your protein yeah. and do all the things. So, so when I be, but, but I don't think that meat in itself is as bad as no. they want you to and think. So it when is. I put numbers out there like that, comparing the two, I'm not saying. So you look, omnivores are better. They're still under where they should be protein-wise, but naturally, without any anti. Uh, 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 change to your diet, health, lifestyle, without focusing heavily on health, naturally, on average, you're going to get a little more protein with an omnivore lifestyle than you are veganism, based off of the data. Um, and you're right, they do go into um, finding these these penultimate elite athletes, and, and I'll touch on that here in a little while, too, because that's, okay. that's the flashy shit. And, and they are the exception to the rule. Yeah, I mean, truly, they are. It's like if I made a documentary about penultimate elite athletes that eat an omnivore diet, I would have fucking people coming out of my ears. Yeah. Because most penultimate elite athletes 
eat meat. One hundred percent. You know, so and this it's is like, also yes, yeah, you're going to be able to find the people who are vegan who are also doing these. That's things. That's called bias confirmation. So if you set out to to prove something. You're going to be able to find people that are going to fit that mold, and then you put those people to the front and showcase them. That does not prove the rule for everyone. That's that's you found the examples that fit what you're trying to push. I, I get what you're saying, but so here, I get so this is at the end of the movie. I know we're jumping ahead here. I'm sorry, that's okay. but where they flash all the athletes? Yeah. If all those athletes that they were flashing are actually vegans, that's the other part that I was like, are they all vegans? All these people? Are they like? Proven? Let's just assume they like, are for the hell yeah. of it. But okay. so it. The v, the people that just the two that stuck out to me that that they flashed was Tom Brady, Cut. and Lionel Messi. Tom Cut. Brady's eating habits are fucking insane. Oh, they're insane! I didn't yeah. know he was vegan. I didn't think he was vegan. I but, didn't know he was vegan yeah. either. But so, that's so, so that's he may I, not be. I, I have yeah, let's say if we're, we're going to assume for sake of argument yeah. for the sake of the of the movie, if they are. That this is what so I, these are like the elites of the elites, and this is where this was like oh intriguing for me if I was an extreme elite athlete. I think I don't want to give the my overall feel of like is meat isn't a bad thing, like but it's like maybe there are some things that you can change by going to a vegan diet, but in these elite of elite athletes who are looking for like we said all the time that extra one percent that extra two percent. Somebody like a Tom Brady, who he was an elite athlete and then is the elitist of the elite. He is the great. He's the GOAT. He follows the 80-20 rule when it comes to his diet, meaning animal-based foods make up around 20% of his diet and whole plant-based foods make up 80% of his so diet. So they just lie. So, yeah, then yeah. why was he even in that? So that was... Because and he the messy, does believe in, you know, predominantly eating vegan, but he, he doesn't does. completely eat vegan. Well, I mean, yeah. the, the bulk of any... Which I think is how you should... The bulk mean, of any diet, any should, diet be should be more fruits way. and vegetables than yeah. anything, and then yeah. you get, you know, enough protein to, to do whatever your goal is shooting for. So that's that's one of those shitty yeah, things where they... that was the messy, too. He's the GOAT. Like, he's right. literally the greatest soccer player ever and the greatest football player ever. I love I was how you're like, pulling that up right oh. now, Chris. You get after it. Yeah, go ahead. So, they, but, but what they did, like a lot of things in this entire film, is they pulled the bulk of the information. So they read, oh, Tom Brady eats 80% vegan or Messi vegetarian. Messi isn't a vegan, means- but the renowned football star has mostly cut out animal meat and dairy from his diet. So to they stay took on that and they're like, ah, he's basically vegan. He's mostly cut out all this other stuff. We can put that in there now. And that's the shitty fucking thing with how they presented a tremendous amount of this data is it's this flash and pump. When you find, and I'll, I'll touch on a couple and we'll, we'll reiterate, but they, they, the athletes that they've used in here as examples, I, I, I didn't catch any of them that are the absolute top. So they'll put in like a, a number sixth ranked Olympic you know, lifter in there. Well, okay, cool. But what about the five guys above him that were eating meat and are outperforming? You know, and or bodybuilders where, sure, you can do this as a bodybuilder. You can be an elite athlete. But what about the 99% of, of other bodybuilders out there that are, are either outperforming or still you know, performing just as high? Yeah. It's just a shitty comp thing to bring out there where you're not putting out all the data. You're just being like, well, see, high performing over here. And you'll see an example uh, coming up shortly where they, they pit two athletes together, one vegan, one not. And this one wins. And then the other, they're like, this other one lost because they ate meat. They ate meat. And it's not that he, simple. Well, it's because what he said then. I think that's why they used it. So afterwards, Conor McGregor yeah. said, "Yeah, I was eating steaks every day. And I guess yeah, I did. Conor McGregor lost that fight because he was doing that stupid cocky shit that Conor McGregor does where he doesn't defend yeah. his fucking face. I watched the fight. You, yeah. And then he just like <laughs> takes all the hit to the face. And then it's like, well, of course you fucking lost, Conor. You got to put your fucking hands up, my guy. This yeah. isn't it, how that works. It gets you works. worse than that. Bear in mind that 
Connor also, I mean, he's a striker, very talented. I mean, yeah. he's still good on the ground, don't get me wrong, yeah. but he's also known to gas out. Also, Nate Diaz is a good fucking fighter. Yeah, Nate <laughs> like, what do you want to tell so you? Con- 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 Connor's yeah. not known for his conditioning. Nate brought up boxing just about anybody. His, his BJJ game is on point. He's got longer range, and oh, Connor went up two weight classes to fight in this fight, which means yeah. Nate Diaz outweighed him by about 20 to 30 pounds on top of that. Oh, and Nate Diaz, who, fine, is a vegan. We, yeah. we haven't said you can't be a high-level athlete who, who is vegan, but he also runs uh, triathlons. So his conditioning is on point. I, I don't he think I've ever seen him beast. knocked out. The dude has an iron fucking jaw. Yo, More I've seen shot, him take some shots. He bleeds like a motherfucker, yeah, but, man. Yeah, you, you look at him wrong and he bleeds. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, I've seen him eat punches that I was like, no human being should be able to take no, punches. So the, the, the fight shouldn't have happened, really, but... You can't just say in this one scenario that, well, Conor lost because he ate meat and, and Nate Diaz won because he's a vegan. However, I don't agree with Conor McGregor's meat eating. He was just stacking steaks on steaks on steaks. Yeah. And it's like, hey, man, I think that maybe you can eat leaner meats or something. Yeah, I think <laughs> which, that's which, also the you know, side is, of it. is important, yeah. too. But, yeah. but also, Conor came back and beat Nate Diaz. So, but we didn't touch on that. I don't did the movie come out I don't before know. that happened? Yeah, it might have. I don't think it did. I don't know. I but, mean, I but don't know. Re- regardless... He came back and beat it. So does that now mean that veganism is no good because meat won in that scenario? And every other case in the movie, they will point out how, you know, this ranked five, six, seven, or eight, they're top elite athletes and look how well they're doing. But they don't talk about how they got beat. 2018, the movie came out, 2018, which means it's all information probably from 2016 and 17. Yeah, probably. So that's where all that. So it's as of the taping of this, seven, eight years, six, seven years old. Right. Okay. So Sorry. again, they use they use that example as a clear cut. Oh, vegan better, meat bad because of this win. Yeah. But when you have other top ranking athletes that are only placing five, six, seven, eight, they're like, they're like some of the best ever. You know, we're not even pointing out that they got beat. So does that mean that veganism isn't superior? Like, what are we trying to say here when it was clear cut? Yeah, I think what this movie could have done a lot better is be like, hey, guys, increasing your intake of whole foods, fruits and vegetables is going to be so much better for you in the long run rather than just being like meets the demon. Right. And even if they, they use this whole platform to be like, Look, you can be a high-performing elite athlete and and live a vegan lifestyle. Yeah. You can get enough protein as a vegan, and and you can perform very very well. But to make it so clear cut as demonizing meat, and yeah, this is weird. better when the science does not show that is dishonest and it's irresponsible. Not just meat, but like every animal product. What's up? So you're backwards. Connor beat him first. Oh, okay. So yeah, then Nate beat him twice after. No, they got the second fight got canceled. Oh, okay. And then. The last fight. Wait, no. Oh, they have this. No, I. You, you were right. Okay. So it, it's back. It was back. It's flipped on the on gotcha. what I'm looking at. So yeah, he Nate won the first one. They were, they were both in 2016. In March 5th, 2016, Nate Diaz won beat Conor McGregor. That was the first fight. They fought again later that year in August, and Conor McGregor beat. Uh, Nate right. Diaz. Right. Yeah. Veganism yeah. was better for you in the first half of that year, and the last half, meat was better for you. <laughs> based <laughs> meat off of is this, a winter Based diet. off of this mockumentary, <laughs> that's how it works. So yeah. it's just, and it was it, the same year. That, so so that's it's, upset, an, it's an absurd fucking yeah, point to just, make. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, we all do that when we're trying to make our points, right? No. I mean, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, all right, moving on. Yeah. All right, next, next. All right, uh, increasing dietary protein depletes muscle glycogen. Wait, say that again. Increasing protein depletes muscle glycogen. 
like actively depletes muscle glycogen. I don't remember them talking about that. Really? Like, what was happening again, on the I'm screen, Michael? That's okay. Can you hear my There, there was a lot happening on this. Thing. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. So explain, yeah, explain right, to me so what then, that means. Then I'll take care of that. Yeah. Explain to me what that means. They're saying you're bringing, in, an, bringing in animal proteins, which, mm-hmm. again, they're demonizing animal proteins. They're yes. saying increasing animal proteins uh-huh. will deplete your muscle glycogen. Your glycogen is sugar stored in your muscle for energy. Okay. So if you're eating a, a moderate to higher carb diet and getting enough protein, et cetera, et cetera, your glycogen stores are full. Let's just call them Yeah, because you're eating a lot of glucose. Well, carbs in general get broken down into glucose, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they, they get put in. So I'm going to say even good, high-quality plant stuff yeah. is, is fine. It's still going to get broken down to glucose, and it's still going to get stored as, as muscle glycogen. So they're saying taking an animal protein will deplete that muscle glycogen. And also understand that throughout this, this movie, they are equating carbs to plants. Carbs equal plants. Anytime they're talking about carbs, I carbs I said the same plants. thing. I yeah. was like, yeah. okay, why do they just say carbs, though? <laughs> right. Yeah. So... By, incre- by taking in protein, one, protein, when you don't have any carbs in your system, gets broken down into glucose, some of it, yeah. uh, through gluconeogenesis in, in the liver. Anytime you see genesis on the end of something, that's the body is creating it or fixing it or making something happen. Okay. So gluconeogenesis is creating glucose. Um, and your protein can do that to aid glycogen stores, et cetera. Um, and even on the ketogenic diet, they compared two high-protein diets. One was uh, moderate-carb, moderate-fat, moderate, moderate fat, I believe. Uh, I think I wrote that down. Stand by one. <laughs> I have to say, I have never seen you as impassioned talking about something <laughs> yeah. on the pod. As His eyes are big. He's, like, into it He today. has right. notes. Yeah. Yeah. He does. <laughs> He's so I'm so prepared. Un- so, so, yeah, so moderate-carb, moderate-fat, so, you know, more of a, a typical diet. But both protein was equated... Um, calories were equated, and after about three weeks on the keto diet, your glycogen stores dropped to about 57%. Um, and in, so, in this keto, they're eating high protein and high fat and low carb? High protein, high fat, low okay. carb, yeah. Perfect. And so this is going to be the part of the study where the vegan people are like, see, more protein, you, you're dropping glycogen stores. Well, hold on. After about six weeks, your glycogen stores climb back up to about 69%. 69. <laughs> so, and that's with the same diet, same animal protein coming in and levels going back up. When the fact is, if you are in a deficit, glycogen stores are going to drop mm. regardless. Like that's, that's just going to happen. And they say, I think the, the statement they made, oh yeah, they, they specifically said depletes glycogen. So we're talking about zero here. So just because it drops doesn't mean it's depleting. So they took a lot of liberties using the word depletes. You mm. still have you know, muscle glycogen. Your body still has mechanisms for making sure that stays up. I so want to talk about the monkey teeth. Do you guys remember the teeth conversation that they had? I think it was towards the beginning where we were talking about uh, fighting people. Was people it? That fight. Some reason I thought it was, it was further on. Was but they're gonna talk I don't, about that's what I wanted to mention earlier. I really cannot remember what you're order fine. They're, they're going to talk about yeah, the, yeah. the jaw and, and how They talked it, about... How they have sharp teeth. Well, how the structure of our teeth is not made for eating meat. But the argument there is that those are the teeth of animals that only eat meat. Right. You know, so I was like, okay, well, those animals only eat meat. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I. That's the whole movie felt like it was people who only meet, eat meat versus people who only eat vegetables. Right. Yeah, and I was, and like, I was like, what about, well, what about, about the, the middle? people? Felt who like eat it was both. politics. Yeah, that's what I felt like. That's the, why the, I keep trying to use the, the right word omnivore the left. because yeah. that's that's kind of bringing yeah. both sides. I was of like, the well, mix. what if you do both? Like, what do you mean? If you I was do trying both? to think of like, because I, I think carnivore zealots are just as as misguided as. I completely agree with you. That's crazy. Who's eating just meat? There are people. That's fucking nuts. That can't be good for you either. There's. I think I talked about this on one of the other podcasts. There's a, a guy, he's an announcer, Al Michaels, I talked about. Mm-hmm. He has stated numerous times he's never eaten a vegetable in his life. It's wild to me. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to think of an animal who who's a good omnivore. And I was like, well, I don't know. You know, I feel like in the animal world, you're like mostly going one way or another. Are, are, there, I, are there omnivores? I was like, oh, chickens. They don't have teeth. <laughs> well, I mean, think about how often like your, your dog will start eating grass along the route because they know that that roughage is going to kind of help yeah. their stomach out. To a yeah, but they time. don't get nutrients out of it, do they? It's just roughage I for them. I think so. I, I'm not a dogologist. I don't a know. Dog a dogologist? <laughs> you're the dog expert here, Chrissy. I'm, yeah, I'm sure know. you can very know. easily do a search for omnivores I, and you're going to have like a, a oh, list, a couple idea. hundred Let's long. I right just now. don't know what they are. Right. Yeah, omnivore. I was just wondering, like, what their teeth look like. I think monkeys. But monkeys eat meat. I didn't know that. I think they don't eat meat. I mean, do they eat smaller things? Bears. Oh, bears. There you go. Bears. Yeah, because you know, bears eat honey, like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, but bears don't (laughs) got teeth like ours. (laughs) No, but they're omnivores. So my my stance on that is, I don't give two shit about the anthropological data. I care about what the nutrients do to my body. Yeah, agreed. I was just and the fact that I can very easily eat meat. You can't come and tell me that I'm not meant to eat meat. I've got fucking canines, people. Yeah. I mean, but the argument there was there are like gorillas. I do not have, have the big, teeth. Giant canines, and they, they don't, don't eat. eat any the thing meat. is, like those are not meat. F- those aren't. It, those are. Are we saying that they don't get protein? Either, those are or? teeth for no. for for survival, man. Those are teeth for other things. It, in yes, we don't have teeth like dogs or carnivores because we don't rip flesh off of the bone when it's raw off of an animal that we just killed right. and that's why you need those kinds of but teeth. If it was cooked rare. I'll rip that shit right off the bone. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> all right, go on Mikey. Sorry right. to interrupt no, the no, teeth. No, no, you're situation. quite all right. So again, we we've, we've talked about how they they were cherry picking athletes um for the most part. They were and dude, they picked out some really cool athletes. They had, you know, like some competitive bodybuilder guy. They had this fucking crazy dude who ran like a bajillion million miles and then he Yo, ran the whole that dude? Appalachian Trail and I was like, dude, this guy's fucking nuts. He made me not want to run I bet ever. he could have <laughs> lived his life. He could have done it eating meat if he wanted to. It's hard to eat could. meat while you're running though, I feel like. Okay, I would imagine. But you have Usain Bolt claimed that he ate 100 chicken nuggets Daily while he was in the Olympics. Fuck yeah, We're gonna say he's not a top competitor right there. That motherfucker's fast. Good God, he's fast. Yeah, but now, how much they... faster could he have been, Michael, had he only God, right? I don't think he needed to be any faster. I don't think he should be any he's faster. He's number one. No one else can compete <laughs> at that point. They also they use an Olympic weightlifter that came in eighth place, which absolutely is impressive as hell. Yeah. yeah. But what about all the people that beat him? Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm yeah, not yeah. shitting on his accomplishment, but yeah. what about all the people that beat him? How about the mutton chops guy who lifts like a fucking lot of weight? <laughs> How are we proving the narrative when when you just cherry pick somebody below? When again it was clear cut when it came to Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz. Yeah. Super clear cut. Uh, you know who I was impressed by? I think his name was Lou, the old man. The um that black dude, the coach, he was coaching. Yeah. Who was like 71 God, years was old like, so and just fucking stacked. He looked good. I was like, go off, old dude. Yeah. Yeah, he was cool. Like, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, boy. Yeah. Now, uh-huh. again, bear in mind, 
if you're 70 years old and jacked as fuck and you haven't disclosed that you're on any kind of hormone Oh, yeah, therapy, I know. I was like, I feel like this guy's taking something. Yeah, it's not the vegan that's doing it. Like, somebody who's performing that well likely knows how to vegan-like yeah. get all the protein that they need in. Yeah. And they're likely on hormone therapy, which I'm not shitting on. I'm not shitting on 70 that fucking years old? Get after it. Dude, but don't, he looked don't claim good. that it's veganism that's going to keep you 70 and shredded and built like like a you know brick shit house. Like it's yeah. Just, that's not how it works. It wasn't the vegetables. And again, it's misleading yeah. and it's irresponsible. It is misleading. I agree. That's how I feel about it. Now, they have this really <laughs> weird one where they said that a peanut butter sandwich has as much protein as three eggs or a three-ounce steak. I saw that. Okay, kind of. <laughs> now, there's a couple confounders here. A, a typical serving of peanut butter is 32 grams yeah. in weight. Yeah. Okay? And I have found, because I've measured this out of my own PB&Js, is that like one decent little scooping of the knife that fits one bread for me uh-huh. is my entire two, two tea, uh, tablespoons, yeah, 32 lot. grams. No. So I use two full servings on a PB&J yep. for me, yep. and that's 14 grams of protein. Figure about four grams of, of protein from the bread itself. And you're sitting at a lot of fat, a lot, <laughs> a lot of, of fat. So I'll get there in a second. So you're looking at 18 grams of protein. Okay. Right. So three eggs. If you're getting smaller eggs, on the, yeah. you're getting a minimum of 18 grams of protein from three eggs. I generally buy the large eggs, so I'm getting seven or eight grams per. Maybe egg. they were talking about quail eggs. It's possible. Mm. Yeah. Possible. That's the only way they're going to make this work. <laughs> and even three ounces of steak, on average, would be you know 20 to 21 grams of protein, and the, the peanut butter sandwich is going to invariably be twice the fucking calories right there. Yeah. Now, calories, not bad. Fat, yeah. not bad. If you're maintaining for overall calories. So it's just a stupid comparison a to comparison. put a, a peanut butter sandwich to, to eggs and steak. It's just one of those I, bait and switch type tactics. Also, like, why are we talking about peanut butter? Is it vegan? It's, it's from peanuts. Okay. So another thing there, too, is we've talked about this before, that the body does not process plant protein as efficiently. So you have to get more plant so, protein okay, to do the same So okay, can we talk about the guy work? who said that plants, all plants have, so isn't the whole amino acid argument that plants don't have all of the amino acids? They don't have as complete amino acids. And most importantly, they have less leucine than you're going to be able to get from animal protein. And that one guy said that all plants have all the amino acids. Isn't that what he said? Yes, if you put all the plants in one and room, they like, will have we, all the amino acids. Are we eating? So I was wondering if that's what he meant. I was like, does he mean like if I eat all of the plants? <laughs> yeah. You can get all of the amino acids you need from plants. You just have to eat more of them. Okay. So just simple as that. Which is why. So that's what he was saying. Yeah, so that, I guess so. So that argument for not eating plants is a bad argument, essentially, is what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got you. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just a stupid point to make, too, because my. I, I would never say that you can't get it from from being vegan. Yeah, but in order to be do. a no, it's yeah, a for good sure, argument sure. against why it makes it a little bit harder, I guess. Yeah. But it does make it harder because you have to get a more variety mm-hmm. um, of those veggies and cook it a little bit differently, and you have to plan out more specifically to get all the same things. Now, if it was legitimately healthier for you, and and red meat and eating meat in general was just not good for you, and you want to treat it like a dessert where you had it every once in a while just because you enjoy it, mm-hmm. cool. I hop on board that. Yeah. But the studies don't support it. So if eating meat and being an omnivore is just as healthy as being a vegan, why would I ever take the 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 extra steps necessary, the the higher expenses, the the more planning in order to be a vegan? Like it to me it just yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. To me it's like okay. I don't think I mean, like maybe red meat you want to cut out for whatever reason, or like maybe fatty, burgers because they're meat. high in fat or yeah. something like that. Yep. But like, if you're just gonna go out and buy vegan 
chicken wings or vegan chicken tenders, like just eat chicken tenders at that well, point, you know? Right. My statement, or my question then is uh, off that statement is the inflammatory stuff. Oh, they do talk a lot about that. So, I don't want to talk because about that. Because if they that, misrepresent that, I'll okay, get to that. But, okay. I, but my statement would be is that's why I would do that. If that genuinely is a thing, which I'm, I, I uh, and I agree, get there. Th- and that's, if that it was, was my point. Just I agree. For the inflammatory thing, then that's w- then I would eat the, all the stuff. So that's why I'm like, I want to know because that's they like did a, big a lot deal. of if interesting that's the only studies. Difference, right. Worth it. I want to talk yeah. about the inflammatory 100%. thing and a bunch yep. of other weird shit. With they did with the I mean, I can skip ahead if you'd like. We can get there because yeah. there's two burrito experiments, and then there's infl- inflammatory markers, cardiovascular disease, risks of cancer. Yeah, they go into all that, and I've got all that right. Yeah, well, I mean, let's keep going. But I'm saying like that for me like that would be but i'm you because you were just saying if you're yes, gonna eat the yeah. fake stuff why eat the to well, me that would I, I be think the reason it's fine to eat the fake stuff if you're vegan and you want to be a vegan but it's like if you don't have a an, an issue with chicken you know if like if all of these things prove to be false and chicken doesn't cause any negative whatever it seems like just you're making it more now you're just eating chicken in a more expensive route right to chicken right yeah <laughs> you know? and like i said for me if i were to do it i'm actually i was gonna say wait, wait till the end I kind of want to try it and just see because everybody that all of them in this that did yeah, they it, said they had a lot more energy which and is they, interesting and they yeah. felt better yeah but you and this, so I was like I mean but I wonder if they're just eating better in general that's that's my point the thing that always pops in, pops to my mind when somebody starts telling me how much better they're they're feeling when they went to vegan well how were you eating prior yeah, to that well, how you much, probably weren't getting enough fruits and veggies at that like point. were you eating a vegan diet plus chicken before and you felt like ass. And then you stopped eating chicken, right. and now all of a sudden you feel amazing? Or, like, where were you before? The likelihood, and because I've known some fairly healthy, fit people, and I've known some not-so-healthy, fit people that have, have gone vegan. And I still, I'm, I'm, well, I'm pretty fucking healthy. Yeah. And I still have to work to get enough veggies in, into my diet to really make that more omnivore-based. Because, you know, it's just... If I'm busy, I'm going for a little bit simpler things, and I tend to opt for fruit over, over veggies. And Me it's just too. hard as a human being with a life to keep veggies that don't turn they it turn is, so fast is. like so so that's my point though tough. so when somebody definitely goes full vegan they're putting in the effort that, yeah, that is, is tough it's a lot they're of making sure to get all those vegetables. new micronutrients in all that fiber of course they're going to feel better more energetic because they weren't paying attention to their diet enough in the first place yo if i had that chef cooking all those Dude, veggie stuff that, that, that whole she was time making. i was like <laughs> how do i get a her yeah i was like yo i would eat if she was gonna make me, I would eat all that. Is so that, that the one cooking for the, uh, for the for the football for the football team? The team? Oh yeah, we'll get yeah. there too. She, but that food looked awesome. It I was like, yo, I would eat all that. I would eat all that all the time. I wouldn't if even I, know if I had somebody. Yeah. You wouldn't though, Victor. Like that, I would eat it. Why would I? Because not? you just said you would rule out a diet if it increased inflammation. Oh, oh. keep going. <laughs> now I'm interested. All right, so where was it? Peanut butter sandwich, athletic food. Oh, so again, they had the, the strong man who was a vegan. He broke the record for, for carrying that amount Yoke, of weight. Yeah. What they didn't touch on is that sure he's, he's a vegan, but he was also pumping in four protein shakes a day to get his protein up to about 400 grams of protein, which is going to go past the, the point where he would need it for animal protein. But since he's going vegan, yeah. he has to get the extra protein in. So he put on 25 kilograms, 50 plus pounds as he started training and after he had gone vegan, but because he supplemented his protein. And then that yeah, same I mean, record got broken a few years later by both Thor and uh, Ed, is it Eddie Hall, I think? No, Ed, 
Shit, who was? Oh, uh, Brian Shaw and Thor. I think. Oh, Brian Shaw and Thor. So again, they're not vegan. They eat copious amounts of fucking steak, and they beat his record. I'm not saying anything against the athlete. It's very impressive. It, it was is. very impressive. But if you leave out the fact that he's supplementing extra protein into the mix instead of just eating broccoli and veggies and, and living that that uh, vegan lifestyle, yeah. And they're, I, I feel like more often than that than not, they're pushing like this. This pristine vegan diet, not supplementing protein into the mix as much, and and yeah, I mean, I maybe that was just me and watching that I was like, yeah, I mean, I kind of assumed that he would be supplementing. I mean, everybody basically, yeah, you know that because you've been educated over the last year and a half or so. The average person does not know that. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Um, but yeah, I just kind of assumed that there'd be supplementation with all. I of also it. like what I thought about when I saw this guy is like he hadn't been vegan his whole life. Correct. So I'm like, so you got stacked like a fucking house eating protein right. out of animal sources, and then you switched to veganism. Like, not that he couldn't have gotten stacked no. like a house doing it the other way, but like, but again, same point I had. But for I think the most impressive guy to me was that bodybuilder who's never eaten meat. That yeah, is, that is impressive. Right? That is. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, what I took from that with that dude was that he got bigger quicker once he that's what that's what it alluded to in it what alluded I was to watching. that yeah, yeah but i'm yeah. saying that that's what he's that he started getting bigger quicker on yeah, the it was like diet. tell me his training routine did he start training more like right. you, you don't you, know anything no, yeah, 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 yeah there's too many confounders in there and bear in mind too like most strong men just are eating fucking eight to ten thousand calories a day they just it would eat be like hard. A day. can you imagine right. eating like we watched the eddie hall documentary yes. we saw how Yo. much he ate imagine trying to eat that much vegan Oh, fuck that shit. Yeah, well, that's why they supplement. Well, that's I why mean, they have Doritos and Oreos, because those are vegan. You I literally, fun. after we watched the, the, the movie, I ate an Oreo, and I was like, look at me, Aaron, I'm, I'm a vegan. vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's the problem with, with most vegan substitute-type food. It's highly, highly fucking processed. Yeah. Highly processed. Yeah, but what does that mean? We'll get there. Unless you want to know now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, fuck, I got to go back no, further no, no, in keep, my No, notes. I mean, keep, keep going. going. I mean, keep oh. going. All right, fine. We'll get there. Fine. We'll get there. So, so again, awesome feet, but maybe he was or was not supplementing enough protein on the front awesome end. Feet. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, I don't remember F-E-A-T. his. I don't remember his feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're up to the first burrito experiment. Oh, the burrito experiments were very interesting. All right, lay it, lay it on me. Your thoughts on the burrito experiment? Um, well, I kind of thought the setup was a little bit weird because, like, the very first one, they like feed. They feed one guy a beef burrito, yep. one guy a chicken burrito, yep. and then one guy's already a vegan or a vegetarian. Which is fine. Yeah. And they feed him a bean burrito. Yeah. And, it's a vegan burrito. Yeah. Right. And then they send, they take their blood work. Yep. And then the next day, they feed them all vegan burritos, and then they take their blood work. Yep. And then they spin their blood in a centrifuge. Correct. And it separates all separately. Yep. And then they look at the clearness. Correct. Of the serum at the top and claim that the less clear it is, the worse it is. Right. Simple as that, right? So yeah. clear winner for the vegan burrito, right? That's how they set it up. As always, life is slightly more complicated than that, people. <laughs> well, they made it sound like it was fats that were in there and the fats, this is how I took it, the uh, yeah. fats, and the fats don't allow you to process as quickly and so they were talking that that whole setup was that that was that um, right before you have an athletic endeavor, yep. that it's better to eat vegan because you actually can perform at a higher rate. It's probably better to just eat carbs, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you yeah, have carbs equal plants here. Remember? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
So the, the actual deal, that, first off, this experiment started with the doctor talking about endothelial cells and vasodilation, your body's ability to do both. Okay. Are we familiar with endothelial cells? No, no. I'm not familiar with any of this your, stuff. Your endothelial cells and or lining is the, the inside lining of your arterial venous walls. Um, so between that and so the So he was the talking about how wall. they like dilate and they become Correct. bigger. Correct. So yeah, vasodilation, which is the and... opening of your blood vessels, and okay. vasoconstriction, which is the constriction of your blood vessels. Okay. And so they open claiming that animal proteins, uh, animal products, whatever, are going to cause more vasoconstriction and keep you from being able to vasodilate as well, which would be a performance um, decreaser if you can't yeah. vasodilate. You need more blood moving at, at any given time. Right. So your endothelial cells control your vasoconstriction, your vasodilation. Um, so they, they drew the blood, um, didn't put it through any tests, just put it in the centrifuge to look at the serum, yeah. decided not to talk about endothelial cells or vasoconstriction anymore after that point, after talking a whole while about how this test was going to prove or disprove this. Um, and then they showed the cloudiness in, in the vial. The right. cloudiness in the vial in the serum is due to fat, uh, dietary fat being packaged um, in chiromicrons. Okay? It's, yeah. Does, doesn't matter what that is, really. It just means that basically that's going to show up in the serum as a little cloudy. Mm -hmm. Completely fucking normal. This is how the body operates. However, it does not affect vasoconstriction yeah, I was about or to ask, how, what is So there is no really connection no. between... Okay. Nope. And, and that's why they stopped talking about that connection when they opened with that and just decided to opt and show how it's cloudy. That's yeah. it. It's cloudy. We don't need to talk about endothelial cells or, or vasoconstriction anymore. Or why, yeah, it's related Correct. in any way. How yeah, it was, it was a big bait and switch kind of scenario. And that, that's really And I didn't, all we didn't really pick up on it, but, but I, he's right. I kind of want to watch it again after we've talked about uh -huh. all this stuff and go <laughs> back and be like, ooh, ooh, okay, yeah. okay. So that, and yeah. this, is, this is one of the ones where we come across the Because this movie is so convincing. It is so right. convincing. You think they did a great job. It is so I, convincing. I always bring it back to the, the reason I'm not as willing to simply be convinced is because if you sit and listen to a genius talk about creationism or you sit and listen to a genius talk about evolution, they're going to convince you. Yeah, man. Whichever one you're sitting in front of. Because who... They can so intelligently put across their point and, and quote-unquote facts and statements, et cetera, et cetera. So it's the same thing when it comes to smoke and mirrors in movies and such. If you put the right data in front of people, it, it's, it's pomp and flash, it's smoke and we mirrors. We should make a counter-movie right to try to prove the total opposite thing. And I bet we could easily. Call the games the same? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the game's the same. So the game, but, Yeah, the best unchanged. lies are always yeah. wrapped in the truth. Like, that is the best way to right. lie about and, it. And yeah. it seems like what the they truth. end up doing in this in this film is just presenting half of, of any given study. So this this is called yeah, cherry-picking. We, we, you, we you could just study present and pull the other out half. what supports your, your bias, and you count on people not digging deeper. Because the average person is just consuming yeah, not shit gonna. in small reels. You think reels, someone was sitting there movie? writing down the names of all those studies in the microscopic font in the corner? Lane Norton was. Lane Norton was. <laughs> he probably God. had to hit pause a lot. Yeah, because understand, uh, understand I am not a scientist. I enjoy the science. So I have to lean on somebody who is, literally has a PhD in mm -hmm. microbiology and nutrition, et cetera, et cetera, and is going to dig deeper into the study. And, and what the p-value means and, you know, what's statistically significant and what's not. Because that's just not where I'm at. I love the science, but you have to kind of pick and choose your, your sources that you trust. And then every once in a while, I'll dig deeper because something interests me. Let me see this study. Does yeah. it correlate to what they're saying? Does this all make sense? You have to be willing to dig deeper or simply give your trust to somebody. But that trust cannot be based on how well a movie is done 
or how simply how well somebody is, is putting something across. If you're getting the same good information from outside sources, from people in the industry who are, are out there literally trying to put out good information, that's different than somebody who's literally trying to sell you a book. And oh wait, the thing that they're making is extremely extreme and goes against everything that we've already been taught. I'm not saying there haven't been moments in history where, where that one person outside of the box has really changed things for us, but this is not it. In this day and age when social media, when somebody's trying to sell you something, most often when they're talking in extremes, they're selling you fucking horse shit. Hmm. It's true. Sorry, I got real upset about it. So that. impassioned, Michael. I love it. <laughs> so again, this this whole the, the burrito study was was funded by you know Haas Big avocado. Burrito? Oh. <laughs> Big burrito. Oh. Big burrito. I'd be all in on that. So, so again, we don't discount science simply from the funding source. If it's peer reviewed and it's gone through the the rigors, then it can absolutely be applicable. The reason I'm bringing it up who is funding it on this one is because they so readily... To who funded it? Because I yelled Big Burrito and didn't hear what you said. <laughs> Haas Avocado. Haas Avocado. Oh, really? Right. Aww. So the reason That's I'm pointing that out... That's why the kid was like, in the fat from the avocado doesn't react this way? There you go. I felt very weird that he said that, but now it makes more sense. Yeah, it's almost like he was a dumb football player and given a line to he be an actor. He was plugging the avocado. He's not dumb, I'm just saying. But he's not an actor. So it's funded by Big Avocado, everyone. <laughs> right, right. So they go... They go Later on in, in the film, they go out and say that all of these studies that are supporting, and they make big blanket claims, that all the studies supporting meat and dairy are secretly funded, secretly, so nobody can prove it, secretly funded by the meat and dairy industry. But, but theirs is okay, though. But their big avocado industry is No, right. yeah, their, their funding sources are okay, but everybody else's isn't because it doesn't jive with their narrative. Yeah. So you see with these, these blanket statements and... and Harsh, harsh you know, criticisms and um, only presenting so half the information. The next burrito one is interesting. We'll should, get there. Should we end on that one and let you finish the rest on another episode? Uh, How do you feel? Let me see. I think we can, we can push through, I think, a little bit more. You here. think so? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's yeah up we'll to do. you guys, yeah. We'll go. Let's only, push through I a little bit more. I only have two and a half pages more notes. See? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, let's get half a page through, and then we'll maybe the last two will go for a second episode, and we'll make a part two. Part yeah. two. Part so two. I have one quick question. I, I was going to try to save it for the end, but I feel like the end is going to be like two days from now. So, because um, <laughs> there was a lot of information in this movie. What do you feel is the reason that they're trying to push that narrative? Like, what it's is money? Wh but in what way? In the way that, again, every expert in the field that has been presented in this film is making money off of either books or supplements. Or the lifestyle. What about general. the main guy? What's his deal? Is that the MMA guy that got injured? Yeah, yeah. Double knee thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, again, he he ended up making the claim, and Lane Norton did a great job of, of breaking this down. Um, claimed that he was injured and down for six months, and read through. Uh, I think yeah, a bunch of studies or whatever. Ten thousand or a thousand hours. A thousand hours. Yeah. Like a thousand hours. So Lane Norton broke that down day by day. He'd have had to spend forty percent of his waking hours going through studies and reading them, and there were flaws in the statements that he made that are blatant fucking flaws. So sure, maybe he did do that, but it's highly unlikely. I mean. I would say for the normal human being, that's highly unlikely. That right. guy was very but, motivated. But yeah, I was going to say, when you're At talking about At least he appeared people, very motivated on, yeah. on camera. I mean, to be able to do what he, like, the, just to be, he was an elite uh, MMA fighter. Those guys, like, just the waking hours and stuff that you have to do that, like, it does not, they're all addicted. And You're, they all have that addictive, personality. crazy personality. Yeah. So it would not shock me to that he put that many hours into yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. All. That wouldn't shock me. But, you know, I 
went through an elite school in the military to get through shit, and I can't force myself to spend more than an hour or two on the computer. Like, there's, there's shit that sometimes you cannot force yourself to do. And people who are very, very drawn to physical things, I don't think are, are all super prone to just being able to spend thousands of hours Well, I reading think it's shit. really irrelevant whether he did it or not. I was just yeah, wondering yeah, yeah. if, like, I'm sure he made a bunch of money off this documentary, but I'm wondering if he's, like, is he plugging his classes where he's teaching the... Because you know that was one of the things that he did, where he trained. Yeah, where he trained the special how to forces kill people. on how to no. not I mean, he's, get. He's dead. probably making plenty of money, but he can also push more of a training program based on. on I kind of don't remember ideas. his name. I, I really don't know. I'd like, like to look James, him up. James something, right? You guys are nailing it. <laughs> All over it. But he he also you go further in the film too, remember. where he's doing the the battle rope thing. Yeah. And the record was was ten minutes, and then it it goes to showing that he just he blew it. No, twenty. Whatever. Some had hit twenty. I thought that was interesting because I'm like, well, he didn't do dick else that day. Right. He but just stood there and did battle ropes. I'm like, all these other people are probably working a whole workout and then right. doing but battle ropes. He also ropes. claimed that he did over an hour yeah. with, with the battle rope, and then it had to have been staged because when you zoom back in for the f- the footage, one, he's barely swinging those things, which yeah, I could fucking is. do that for an yeah, hour, he's and swinging. he's not even sweating. So like, what what are we trying to claim here? Probably staged, but we want to claim that he just blew everybody else out of the water by three times plus. Based off of his vegan diet. Okay. His vegan diet made okay. him do battle ropes. Good. I guess. So, <laughs> I mean, there is a... Let's do a behind the scenes on video things. So he could have done could've. an hour. That's what so I said. Here's, well, here's that one deal. was obviously staged, but he could have. He could have done an hour. and But when you do video, be like, hey, we didn't get a good take. Could just do it again yeah. so I have a better angle or do... Like that stuff in filmmaking because it was so well done and so like they don't do single takes they, they try things different I, multiple times I, I agree I'm, and I'm so it could in have the been, film industry like yeah. I, I completely agree with that could have it's just a hell of a jump to make in, in time wise state, I know that you're the film but I'm saying that for people listening like there oh, is yeah. all of that kind of yeah. deal of like 100% you know I, I, that's what I'm saying I'm, I'm not saying he didn't do it I'm just saying some of his statements are a little sketch that's it yeah. I'm skeptical he could have done it fully admit it but it was very obvious that those are staged. I don't want people thinking that, you know, that was him I don't want anyone thinking that just going out there and switching their diet to a vegan diet is going to let you do some insane thing for, you know. I think you've got I, just as good of a chance of swapping over to eating a tremendous amount more fruits and veggies in your yeah, diet. Yeah, I think that if you just eat the same amount of meat that you're generally eating, but you eat leaner meats whole and then eat whole foods. Are you willing to try it? I'm kind of wondering. Try vegan diet negative. For oh, I mean, they they claimed in this whole movie every time that after just a week of doing it, everybody had these crazy different changes in their thing. So like, a week wouldn't be worth it for you to no. just to, to be able to see the amount of money that we're going to trying to get trying to get like it's it's not that necessarily. Now I I would say it would be more worth I mean, one thing. A pea protein will get you through a week. Ugh. <laughs> I would say it would be more worthwhile to first take a week. Optimize your fruit and veggie intake. I agree with so you. So that you're not going from a, an obviously deficit to working real hard to, to jump into a vegan diet. And then see if you feel better from yeah, the, the like, full-on, well-rounded, omnivore diet going over to But that's vegan. what I'm saying. So you're already there. Eat a vegan you diet plus lean meats and you tell are me how you feel. That diet. So you would be the example of... I'm already eating a well-balanced, right. good diet. Now, let's just cut out the meat for a week and just see the difference. I, but I you mean, have to also cut you... out dairy and eggs and cheese and yeah, basically yogurt shit that I eat and everything every that we day. eat every That's day. B- but for a week. If I, I'm just curious because I'm, I, I'm so... I'm just curious on a... 
actual non in the movie example of it. Right. Like, what would a week of that be? Like, I would, I kind of want to do it, except I'm leaving for Vegas on Friday, so I'm not going to do it in Vegas. <laughs> That'll be the saddest uh, So trip it might be a couple weeks till I do it. But I do want to try it just because I want to see, like, I want to personally see and feel the difference. Just the same thing, like, when I did uh, last year, when I did, uh, you guys can go find it, I, I only ate fast food for yep. a week. Just to prove that you can still lose. That seems way more achievable to me than eating a <laughs> vegan diet for a week. So, I, but my my point with that was that you could lose weight and only eat fast food for a week. I cheated though and did. Uh, I still did shakes because I was starving yeah. when I was just doing fast food in order to do it. Because of, anyway, I talked about it on that episode. But I'm also interested. The same I part of my brain that did that wants to do this. Who lifts very very heavy and she's a beast of a of a human and she's vegan. But she goes hell of a way out of her way to make meals that are right. tasty and good. And yeah, but you go out of your way. You take your own sauces to the restaurants. What's the difference? I oh, have that's done a that. Big like, like, but I'm saying, like, like sauces. I'm saying there's extra. Pe- we we all do that now. Like we order. Di- I I don't think I've actually ordered a regular menu item at a restaurant for a minute. I've always sub or men or changed now that I understand. It's certainly hard to get a vegan meal at a no, restaurant. No, she's she's yeah. probably cooking she way cooks more often, way which means yeah, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. shopping, planning out those meals, and then making them taste like chicken and or bacon. You guys yeah. are also two people who like just don't. Oh cook God, no, ever. So you guys are very bad examples. I of that. made. You want to know what I had for dinner last night? Would it was the laziest fucking meal. Uh, <laughs> I bought a smoked turkey breast at Sam's. Yeah. So like sliced it myself, pretty good, pretty cost effective. Yeah. And uh, so what we did is we took two pieces of white bread and we slapped turkey slices on top of okay. it. And then I made gravy out of a packet of gravy. And then I dumped a can of mixed vegetables like green beans, rice, Woo. carrots, potatoes into my gravy. And then I pour that on top of my bread turkey. I did. So an open and face, <laughs> an open face turkey sandwich. I had a maybe. bottle of red wine and four cheesecake cupcakes. That feels um, good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. I had wings, so... Okay. You know. We all did great. But... Uh, <laughs> I had wings. <laughs> Yay, vegans. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we crushed so it. So you guys are, like I said, to go back to what we were saying there, it's like you guys don't really cook it. A lot of people cook regularly as it is. I think I would certainly have so to cook a lot more, and it would be hard to... The difference wouldn't be to just cut the meat out isn't as big of a deal for some people who cook we, regularly anyway. We would certainly have to not just cut the meat out, but we would have to buy, like... I mean, I think... We would. We would yeah. have to buy fake cheese. We'd have to buy... Well, I think I would opt more towards the the whole veggies at, at that point because I feel like the fake cheese is going to fuck you up. Too. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like I don't I don't know anything about yeah. the fake vegan products. Like I don't know what is in a Beyond Burger. You know. I would more likely also order protein. I do the pita rice protein. So again, I could still be athletic and healthy off of that, yeah. and then I would eat plenty of veggies and. I'm just curious. Maybe like, some soy, seitan. So could I get yogurt that's difference. not dairy, non-dairy yogurt oh, God, substitute, sounds which gross. sounds awful, but maybe, Fuck you know, we I'm wouldn't be able to drink thinking. our choco milk. I would probably choco eat a lot milk. of soy and then drink protein shakes. I agree. And then eat lots of broccoli and shit. Yeah, I, I'm fruit. just, I kind of want to try it for a week. I might I, you try may talk me into it. I think that what It'll you should do is, you should cook for all of us for a week. Uh, Let me get right on right that. Wouldn't that be all right? right so the, the last point from the burrito experiment is we actually do have studies that are showing that low-fat sources of protein, fish, dairy, chicken, turkey, do not decrease endothelial or vasoconstriction. Uh, 
function, basically, yeah, constriction or, or dilation. Yeah. So studies show more that it's total calorie intake and fat content that can drive dysfunction. Okay. And so we, we talk about that all the time when it comes to, to keeping your, your saturated fat intake to less than 10% of your overall calories. And we find that that's enough of an intervention to not start to raise cholesterol levels and, and clog A up A question that I don't know if you can actually answer, but... So this guy, the guy who had the, was there avocado in everyone's burrito or just the vegan burrito? Does anyone remember that? I don't know. Yeah, so I'm just wondering, like, what the fat content of each one of those burritos was. But and it, they don't show us say. that. And based off of, I mean, chicken's not very high fat no, in general, yeah. but it's going to have more fat than probably the, the vegan sources they chose. Yeah. And so they, That would have been a nice thing to know. It, yeah, there was, oh, you I mean, mean having full transparency of, yeah. of everything that's happening on? While it's they're also doing hard studies? to do. Uh, again, talking about the well, movie I mean, side, it's hard if to you're put every say single that piece that of everything that the stuff that's it. making it like cloudy is to, fat, and I, then you're going to say that the fat in an avocado doesn't affect whatever, then like, how much fat was there in that avocado? How yeah. much fat was there in the chicken? How much fat was in the pork? I don't really that's think it is valid... that hard to put that. When they, they went out I'm of their way... hard. I'm just saying in terms of like it's a lot edits going on. and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. But yeah. when, you, when you, you're going out of your way to flash a tremendous amount of studies in people's faces, but you can't just put up the, the calorie yeah, slash yeah, yeah, yeah. macro content of each yeah, one Yeah, I didn't say it impossible. I'm just saying like... I would there say are not even very hard. There are definitely pieces i'm sure that they cut out that they may have had more information or may not have i don't know i the whole time i kept thinking about going but i love pork chops <laughs> that's that's what kept going through my head but i love pork chops yeah all right so they next point they threw in a uh, beetroot juice study did they oh the yeah bench press? drink oh if you drink beet i juice, thought that was immediately i said that's horseshit the what? amount of percentage that they threw out, I was like, that's... Well, so I love that you pegged on that. Gotta what be more shit. It was, what, was, uh, what was their statement? They said that beetroot, beetroot juice could improve your bench press by 19%. 19%? What? Just so so my, my 305 it? bench press would Before? just immediately go up to 340-something. I think that's how it. I die under... No, it's not a real thing. I actually have beetroot it. extract. No, juice, not extract. Well, I could put it in water, it becomes juice. <laughs> <laughs> also, ugh, is beetroot juice, what does that taste like? Beets, I would assume. So the, the actual study that they referenced and knew you wouldn't read... Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. ...stated that they had participants take beetroot juice or a placebo, then do three sets to failure at 60% of their max weight. The beetroot juice folks were able to do 19% more, not more weight, more reps, volume, etc. So that, in this one lone study, because they tried to replicate it and, and it didn't come out the same way... But it, all that means is that beetroot juice could have some anti-fatiguing effects. And that's cool, you know? Yeah. But, but if you just make the statement that it can increase your bench by 19%, 9 out of 10 people, 99 out of 100 people, a lot of people <laughs> are going to assume that you mean overall bench press weight. I mean, that's how they presented it. Correct. And I immediately was like, I don't Hugely care what misstated. the fuck is in beetroot juice. Unless it's like a hit of testosterone. It's not happening. An absolutely <laughs> proven supplement. Cannot increase you no, by that much. No, it's just not. That's ridiculous. No. That one was an easy BS one for me. Very much so. I even forgot about it. That's how stupid it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next point. Next point. All right. Were you, you sure? Because yes, I've got where am I at? one more, one All more, right. and then we're gonna save the rest. Because I really that the end part, I can't wait to dive into. So I really want to have a whole lot of time and be able to talk about the the whole industry. Cool. Of meat. Right. So we can do the whole next right. episode. So on that. animal protein increases inflammation. Not protein. Animal protein. Thoughts. 
I don't know. That was one of the things. That's that, true. You didn't know, so you have no thoughts. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I'm saying. That was one of the things that I was like. I mean, if that is even just a little bit, because inflammation slows you down. Inflammation causes things not to work as yeah, properly. Yeah, I mean, I certainly not, do not want inflammation, right? and I would like to know more about. This I mean, and that's also one of the reasons. You don't want reasons. any inflammation ever. I mean, some. I mean, that's I do. Like when my growth. shit's trying to heal. Also, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And but after workouts, yeah. that is. But that's also one of the things. That's why you do the cold bath. That's why you do the cold tub is to help keep down inflammation. That's part of the cold tub. It does that as well. I don't do the cold tub. Yeah, give I, me the give me the inflammation. But I'm saying that that's something. Give me the, <laughs> I've but that's my something mind. that Mike believes in. Is the, is I mean, the cold kind tub of, well. not so not necessarily, not I necessarily it was for like that. Activating brown fats and stuff. We don't have enough brown fat to be a thing. I, I've seen stuff on on both sides of the study where you have you know a lot of influencers are like it doesn't do shit. And a lot of other influencers are like, it burns 3,000 times as many calories. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Times. As usual, it's somewhere in the middle. They have had a couple studies where your, your uh, metabolism and, and rate was boosted by about 15% while you were cold. While you were cold. So while you're in that tub, and I think they did it at like 52, 56, and 60-some degrees. I can't remember. But it, it does elevate you a little bit, which makes sense because your body is being Working forced harder. to maintain your core yeah. temp, but it's only while you're cold and it's not 3,000 fucking calories. It's ridiculous. And it doesn't Yo. boost your testosterone by 300%. I'll tell you Yo, what, every single guy in the world will be in a cold tub most of the day. Every day. I'm telling you that... Would you do the cold tub then? I said this last time we talked about it. I was like, if I could just eat delicious foods in the cold tub, yeah. <laughs> I'd be way more motivated <laughs> to You could, but you'd tub. have to be in there for an hour. <laughs> so very fast eater, Michael. I'd <laughs> 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 be surprised what I can eat in one minute. No, you'd have to eat fast and still be in there for an hour for that to even come close to a quick. Oh, <laughs> That's I'm what out. I'm trying I'm to say. I'm out on that. I'm out. All right. So they found in some controlled trials, there was some evidence supporting that substituting red meat out and soy protein in decreases inflammation, which sounds positive for yeah. vegans, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. However. All right. <laughs> okay, okay. These studies they chose were done using hamburgers and other high-fat meats, mm -hmm. and they were not controlled for calories. So again, we're we're finding like this this consistent pattern of uh, too much too many calories or being overweight and increasing you know you know past what your body needs is what rises and drives inflammation and and dysfunction, right? Okay. Remember more of that? All right. So again, one of the biggest drivers for inflammation is weight gain, and vegans again off, off of studies, vegans tend to eat about six hundred calories less than us meat eaters. Um, and again, they're just drawn towards more of an extreme diet, so they're more likely to jump onto to healthier patterns in general. That's true. If you're a full blown vegan, you're you know like committed. You're committed. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. committed. And, you and, should uh, be committed. And honestly, that's <laughs> that's what tends to drive good health habits too is is accountability, being committed to to the drive. And I'll tell you what, for for the average person, the hardest thing to get them to do is track their intake consistently. Because it's such a hassle. I mean, it takes three to five minutes on any given day, but it's such a hassle. When a hassle that's the thing that's that I don't really going to help you. I did do it for a long enough period of time yeah. that you have a better knowledge yeah. base than somebody who's unwilling to start doing that. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, I don't track nearly as religiously as I did, but I can be like, oh, I kind of ate this today, and have. I like guarantee I can tell you how many calories I've eaten in a day between. Three, two to three hundred calories. Right. At, at, oh, and the, at and the protein is, is a little bit more important, especially if you're ha at a healthy body fat mm -hmm. range, which both of you are. Yeah. So it's, it becomes a little less important at that point. As long as you're accounting for protein and you're still trying to work out and dig into healthier habits, you're fine. 
You so need to dig into calories if you want to so- lose soy weight. Soy is less is lower in fat and lower in calories than something like a fatty meat. Correct. Right. Okay, yeah. So. so it's pretty low in, in fat. It has a decent amino acid uh, breakdown. Still not superior to animal protein sources in the realm of providing you with all the essential amino acids you need. So when we talk about superior, inferior protein sources, it's all about the essential amino acids you're getting in, in that wrap-up. Hmm. All right. So systematic review of over 11,000 studies show that there were no differences in healthy individuals consuming upwards of nine ounces of red meat daily. Interesting. 11,000 studies, different studies, nine ounces of red meat daily. Who eats show nine ounces no of red different. meat daily? I know. I, I tend to go for a pound plus at any given time. but oh. <laughs> That's what I meant. Do you eat red meat every day? No. 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 <laughs> uh, probably once every week or two. Yeah, I... I found myself, as much as we've been doing this, I eat less and less and less red meat. It's just, me just too. by nature. For me, it's when, just it, for me when it comes less. to red meat, well, one, red meat's expensive. Yeah. And we have refined taste by this point. If I'm going to sit down and eat red meat, I want to get a good steak. Yep. I want to get a good reverse sear on that. I want it prepped. So, like, it's a good piece of meat. Yeah, it takes it's, longer it's a, to prep. It's a kind of high calorie hit. It's a high fat hit. I don't eat it very often. I mean, I've actually had burgers a lot recently, but it's only because we're trying to get through the freezer. Uh, we have yeah, burgers. Yeah, so I, I just had a burger yesterday, two days ago. Two days ago, I had a burger. Um, so that was the, But that was the first red meat I'd eaten in a while. I just, because I thought about that. When I don't we, even remember the last steak I ate. That's so sad. Oh, I can't. Texas Roadhouse. Delicious. My, oh, my birthday. So good. Steak. Um, but I remember when I started the weight loss process. Remember we were going through that book that uh, the uh, oh yeah the cook, cook once, once eat, eat all week, week. Yep. yeah yeah. When we were going through that book, one of the weeks they basically if you haven't checked the book out, check the book out. I learned a lot of really yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I yeah. learned a lot of really great very, shit. From very that. simple fixes for yeah, cooking in quantity. Awesome. Yeah. But the one week they they have you make basically they make you make a protein, a veggie, and a starch, and that's what you use to make all your meals for the week. But the one week it was ground beef, and I had a lot of trouble getting through that week. I always subbed ground turkey for that week. Oh, yeah, I, I love ground beef. I, I tend to could, get it a little bit leaner because I'm mixing other things with it usually, but I, I love ground beef. Yeah, I, I mean, I do. I love a good burger. Yeah. I love uh, a good, like, meatballs. and like I, I love all that kind of where that ground beef right. gets used. I just couldn't eat it every day for like I was just like I was over it. I don't feel like <laughs> I eat pork chops. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. I eat pork and pork chops. Yeah, all I think the we time. all have our, our favorites. And I don't, it and doesn't I, bother me. I tend to, to have chicken on hand, cooked appropriately, marinated, slow cooked, nice and tender. But I have that on as I almost always given protein, so yeah, it's yeah, handy yeah. when I need it. But all right, so they had a randomized controlled trial where calories, protein, carbs, and fat were all equated. Half the participants vegan, half the participants omnivore-based uh, diet. Both groups lost weight and decreased inflammation to the same degree. Interesting. So it's further proof towards weight loss uh, and gain driving inflammation levels. That's your main driver. So if your body is getting what it needs and or less, inflammation is going down. If your body is getting more than it needs, we're in a big surplus now. We don't need to be in a surplus inflammation levels will start to go up. That's interesting. Why? You know, because of shit. I'm just wondering. <laughs> Science! I was wondering, that's a weird response for your body to have, but also I kind of get it, I guess. Well, they, I mean, inflammation is probably, I mean, I have zero science backing this. It's just my own brain putting, rubbing two cells together. Is <laughs> The uh, only two I have. I would assume, like, if it's, if you're, 
your body's probably working overtime mm-hmm. if you have too much shit in there and just the overworking, you know, the, shit. The chronic systemic yeah. inflammation is going to kind of gum up the works. But you got to bear yeah. in mind, too, and I, I've noticed this acutely when I when I purposely gain all the weight, is your motivation goes down. You, you move less. You have more aches. You have reflux. Yeah. You just, everything kind of starts to decrease for you and slow down. And that's due to systemic, you know, inflammation and not fueling right and not having the proper nutrients. And so I think... The weight gain is the main driver, but it's not the only one. So people who are gaining weight are often not living an appropriate lifestyle, getting all the, the appropriate nutrients in, in their food to fuel effectively. They're likely not resistance training. Um, so there's, there's a host of other factors. So I'm only saying that the weight gain is the main driver for that dysfunction to kind of start. But what happens when you gain weight? Like you become a little bit more insulin resistant, which gets worse and worse and worse as you, as you go up. Your risk for cardiovascular disease goes up. You're likely eating higher fat foods, so now you've got higher cholesterol. Your arteries are going to start to clog. So there's a host of, of negative things that come along with that, that the weight gain itself is driving. That artery clogged. I can't wait till we get to that. Me neither. But we're going to get to that. Next, Next week. Episode. So uh, I'm going to table you here, Mike, because this is a good spot. I just had one more little, little oh, go ahead, go snippet ahead. for the animal protein the increases inflammation. Yeah, Hit okay, me with the morsel. So again, a lot of the, the vegan options for meat, cheese, et cetera, are just heavily, heavily processed. So in a study where overweight participants were fed either cheddar cheese or vegan cheese in order to measure the inflammatory response. Now, bear in mind, they were also overweight. Yeah. But they're going to measure the inflammatory response. The vegan cheese caused a larger increase in the inflammatory marker CRP, which is C-reactive protein, which doesn't mean a damn thing to you, but it is an inflammatory marker. Got it. Didn't mean a damn thing to me either. I didn't mean to put you in that. No, no. So so it's odd how the film just sort of left that study out, even though it... it, What is vegan cheese made of? Soy? Oh, no no clue. I have no idea. I'm just curious. But regardless, <laughs> is it's not its natural state, so it has to be heavily processed to yeah. become this vegan cheese. And it, I'd like to know about, and maybe we'll do this in a future episode, how vegan products are made, like yeah. beyond burgers and like all of that stuff. Like, I mean, obviously it has to be processed. You're not just getting that off of See, a but vegan. I don't like that word processed. The, I, I, let's leave it. I want to leave you guys on this. I, I agree just don't with like, you. I don't know what word to use, word. though. What like, you, it has to what, be what heavily you like about crafted. Because everything's processed. We talked yeah. about, last week, we talked about micronutrients and we talked about fortified cereals. Pro- processed, right? processed, I think, in your That's head. That, does it, that make it bad? There's a difference between <laughs> processed and heavily processed. So it goes through different stages of processing. I don't think there's a difference in that. I think, for me, processed just doesn't need to have a negative connotation. Yes. I'm not saying that the way that it is processed is bad. What I'm saying is, what is the process? I'm innately curious. Yeah. How I are they making it? What is it made of? We've made that term pr- it's processed food. I don't well, think processed foods are necessarily bad. I, I love I cereal. That's that We have processed. to find some way to, to separate different processes because I, no. cereal isn't bad. You have, you have whole wheat and your grains in there. It's, it's heavily processed. It is heavily You're processed. Heavily me, processed. It's not, I don't think that's heavily processed. I think it is processed. They add things that aren't even in it. Fortified, well, fortified cereals. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. Fortified is them adding vitamins and minerals. But it, that that's means different it's than them adding processed. peanut butter paste and encasing it in chocolate like, say, a Reese's Why cup. Why is that different? Which is heavily processed. Because you've, you've changed what this was in the natural world and created this this mush out of it and, and shaped it and put a whole bunch of extra stuff into it. Show me a cinnamon toast crunch tree. The the bulk of cinnamon toast crunch is going to be enriched wheat. But it's not in its natural state. It has been changed. That's what I mean. What is All the change from wheat to enriched wheat? 
it has been processed. It's been, but that's what I'm saying. Kind I'm of. Just it's been processed through a machine which like there is no kind of. it. Yes, there is. That's what I'm saying. There's so many different levels to this. Because you don't change wheat when you process the wheat, which ends up taking some of the, the B vitamins and stuff out of it. You put it through a machine which like dehusks the shit. And so you lose some of those minerals that might have been in the husk, but it's still wheat. And then that gets ground down and baked up, and then you put some sugar in it, sure. But when you take a nut, grind up enough of them, then throw in hydrogenated oils, and then mix it in with sugar, and then you put chocolate, which comes from the, the cacao tree, and then you grind that down, and then you heat that up, and then you double boil it, and then you take both of those things, after freezing this thing into shape to put this peanut butter paste into it, it is so far gone from where it was naturally. That was the same process you just said. You just said that the wheat... Sure, and then they cook it down. And All right, hey, the same it thing. doesn't it's actually fucking said, like, matter. Different processes to make a Reese's cup. Everything and is three processed to make cereal. Yeah, that. But that's my point. That's what, kind of what I'm saying. Like everything's processed. We I talk mean, about not everything. How- okay, obviously a fruit isn't processed and a vegetable isn't processed, right? right. But like a lot of foods are processed. Some pros yeah. are going to be more processed than the others. The process to get something is going to be right. You know, way more elaborate one way or another. That is not. The topic on the table. <laughs> the topic fair. on the table is <laughs> what is the process to make vegan cheese? What is the process to make vegan meats? I would like to know that right. process. Yes. And so what, <laughs> what I feel like it is, is again, they, and I'll have to double check this. So don't quote me on this, but I feel like they add a lot of hydrogenated oils to help things take their shape and then add flavor and stuff to the mix. So you're getting a lot of these, these extra oils. They tend to be higher calorie, it, it, higher Does it fat. have protein in it is it made of the soy? protein I, I believe it is a lot of that stuff is going to be soy based i believe or seitan based which is a Just higher curious. protein vegetarian source yeah i mean like you know if a veggie burger or, i mean like a black bean burger is different but like if a, yeah. if a fake veggie burger is still packing the same amount of protein as a real burger that could be cool you know yeah i'm curious but yeah my my whole take was everybody's always attacking with that word process that was my whole thing and but everything See, like, I'm, I'm kind of against attacking like the word process. process but but even the the some of the biggest uh Influences that I trust out there have a difference between processed and ultra-processed. And I don't know what the fine line is. I feel like I have a, a definition of that in my own head. And cereal, to me, fits on the safe side of that because I love cereal. I was just using that, yeah. <laughs> That's why I was just but using I, but that But I still, I still feel example, like it falls closer was, to the safe side. Yeah, of I mean, that. Like, it depends on the cereal, right? Cereal. Like I could eat a very unprocessed cereal. Maybe it's like mostly oat clusters or something like almonds or whatever, right? Or I could eat fucking trick cereal, which is like dyed 97 different colors, right? So right. like there is so we, we can all agree that it <laughs> is processed, but I still stand firmly on it. There is a, a difference between process and ultra process and we just haven't delineated that yet yeah which maybe we can work on doing but i mean i really don't care where the line stands you know i think well understanding most foods are processed and i think that's okay yeah i feel like the line can change a bit from from individual to individual and i think that's fine but i think having an idea when you're going out to make informed choices to make yourself healthier you have to have some line between you know, process, yeah, which I mean, the I vast like majority of shit is processed and ultra processed. It's probably safe to say that the least processed foods I'll, I'll are have the facts whole for that foods the next and those time are the best in. foods for you. 100. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, I think that's in general. But what I'm saying where I don't think you need to have a line is because, like, we talk about it all the time. I love a donut. I'm going to eat a fucking donut whenever I want. That doesn't, what's the difference between an unhealthy donut and something that's I bet, quote unquote I bet you that a donut that you make fresh would count as less processed than like a donut that you buy in the store. That's yeah, maybe because you, you get less preservatives, but right. you, you keep thinking I'm trying to villainize or pull out ultra processed foods. I'm not. 
I enjoy Reese's Cups or cheesecake or... Damn right. So, yeah, so I'm not pulling it out. It's more of a limiting those things because you're not eating donuts every day. But of course you get to eat fucking donuts. Yeah, I, I pushed that since day one. But you yeah, limit... Yeah, eat donuts all the time. You limit it's the ultra-processed shit. You can fit in more of the processed shit because basically everything is processed these days, but it's, it's more readily accessible. It's a little bit cheaper. It can still fit in a healthy diet, just like ultra-processed yes. things can, but less of them. I just don't like the, that that word process has been so vilified. I feel like I don't that's think it, people say that all the time. They're like, oh, it's processed food. I'm like, what does that oh, mean? Be, those are the people that are going through the fucking grocery stores and, yes. and yeah. videotaping yes. everything. That, that is not yeah, our yeah, yeah. triad. No. <laughs> that is not what we push in, in this food. So when we say process, it's simply an observation. Or an educational word. We are not vilifying it, which means we can still use it because we don't have a negative connotation set on it. Correct. All I want to know is, is what do we need to pass along to educate between whole foods, processed, ultra-processed, and what do you need to know about that bare minimum? What can you have plenty of? What can you have a good amount of? And what can you have you know, little bits of that fit in your diet but still make you happy? That's my only standpoint when it comes to processed to ultra-processed. I like food. That makes me happy. On that note, I love you guys all. We're going to see you next week as we finish talking about Game Changers. If you have not watched it, go watch the movie. Yeah, now's a good time. Go um, watch it. It's very or don't, fascinating. because you don't want all this information and to get all confuzzled in your brain. Right. I don't know. If you're already listening way. to us, why waste your time? <laughs> it really would be. But, I, think, I think anybody who um, is even remotely interested in the fitness world and, and their diet and everything could could enjoy this movie. It's it, especially so if you good. have the, the knowledge behind what's yeah. going on here because it can also help you go into future things that people are presenting that you can now start to be like, well, yeah. you know, that, that doesn't quite peg right and I'm not going to just take it as fact right off the bat. Let me dig a little deeper. Yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm excited about the last part. So a little tease, like I said, it's the, the meat processing, how like the industry of meat processing. Right. The, the meat and part. dairy industry, agriculture, greenhouse gases, the effect I'm on so the environment. I'm so interested. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Drink your beet juice, what everybody. Beet juice? Yeah, drink your beet juice. It's all about making your bench root press. Juice. Beet root juice. Sorry. Some reason they're different. Oh. Is there a difference? I don't know. <laughs> Just say the words. <laughs>